0: You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the 7 Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the 7 Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek.
1: Welcome to the 7 Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of 7 Figure Builder, where we help high-achieving CEOs work smarter, not harder, with gorgeous insights to scale the 7 Figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Alaria Sambi. Hey, Alaria. Hi. How are you? I am fabulous. I'm thrilled to have you on today. Oh, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. So first and foremost,
2: where in the world are you? I am in Liverpool, United Kingdom and although like as you can tell probably from my accent uh, I'm not from here, I was born in Italy and I moved here uh, 12 years ago now Um, and I'm happy here so this is uh, what I call home. That's awesome, that's a beautiful area of the world
1: absolutely. Yes it is, I love it. Yeah, so for those that haven't
2: had the pleasure to meet you yet, can you tell us just a little bit about what you do with your business? Yes, of course. So I'm an online business manager and email funnel strategist. I put together my experience in project management and research scientist. I basically have like a very structured and very scientific brain to help online business owners structure structure their business so they are not working so many hours, they are not doing repetitive tasks that they could automate. And uh, I especially want to help people who are not very tech savvy and they want to implement systems and tools that really make their life easier.
1: Yeah. And I love this topic. So I'm excited to speak <laughs> out with you today on it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But where would you say for people to start? Like, where does this apply in their business from your perspective?
2: Yes, yeah, so I think a lot of people are, they just start and they don't think about these things when they start a business, which is totally fine. I probably even did myself. So when you start a business, there's so much uh, going on, so many things to think about and you neglect to think about, you know, starting systems or starting to have processes. This come usually after. Uh, but I would definitely recommend, so when you start having clients, when you start making some money, to think about how you want to see how you want to run your business in the future. So do you want to be uh, sending emails manually, reminders manually, what is important for you? Is your onboarding process something that keeps you stuck? So you don't want to spend your time and your, yeah, your time is precious. So you don't want to spend it in onboarding people where you can completely automate it, for example. Onboarding is like a classical example. It is one of those things that you definitely need to sort out when you start having a a few clients. And yeah, what what do you think?
1: No, I agree 100%. And I think the onboarding process is is critical because that really feeds your client retention. And that experience starts from day one. So how would you help somebody with their, let's like take the onboarding process for an example, like how can you automate that and make that easier for people?
2: Yeah, so um, I work with uh, with a lot of clients. I've helped them improve in their current process. They might have already a CRM, so a customer relationship uh, management management system, or oh, they might not. They might do everything manually. They might use just a simple, you know, project management system. In, in any case, I go through, so I audit it. So I go through it myself, and there's a, there's an element of user experience in this. So how are we making it easier? For, for the client who, who wants to you know, have a call with you or start working with you, this is the first question that we need to answer. Obviously, yes, it needs to be easy. It needs to be uh, self-explanatory. It doesn't have to be too complicated. If uh, um, there are too many steps, can we just combine different steps? So you, we want to basically make a good experience from the start, as you were saying, from the very first lead capture form that is on the website or whatever, it needs to be thought through so we don't, we avoid going back and forth with the client. We really make sure that the client has got the best possible experience and there's no hiccups. Yeah.
1: And I think that's so critical that I know I've worked with like Fortune 500s about this specific thing mm-hmm. of they ask themselves, is it easy to work with us? And it's yeah. so easy to miss when, especially mm-hmm. as you grow organically, that like you just keep adding on steps and you find yeah. you know a couple years into it maybe that it's really challenging. Yes. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, Absolutely, yes. Anyway. Your customer has to go one over. Thing that the I, there's one thing that I see over and over that uh, people make a mistake, this mistake. They think that they're, basically they don't understand that people are lazy <laughs> a bit and people are busy. So if we make it complicated for them, if for the first form that they need to fill is too long, it's not clear, they are just going to skip it and go somewhere else. So we sometimes have very few seconds to just, you know, attract someone. So if somebody's got an idea of working with us, work with us, and they go on the website, and they find this form, and the form is confusing, the form doesn't link them to the right, you know, booking link, they just lose interest especially for me, like I feel like very like under pressure of my on my own onboarding system, onboarding process to be absolutely perfect because otherwise I'm like, how can I help clients uh, with this if mine is not perfect? But, uh, so far I, I've, I've received a lot of compliments. So that's fine. But yeah, definitely think about, uh, um, obviously it's your business, so you know everything about it. But what is a person who's coming uh, and wants to work with you? Maybe they don't have clarity of, what they actually need, whether they need to work with you or with someone else, they are not really sure about what you provide. So how can you step in their shoes and create a form or create like a first touch point with you that is super easy, that is uh, very quick. So then you don't basically you don't send people away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And documenting for yourself, what are each of those steps and then make them as easy and streamlined as possible. So taking one step bigger than what are some ways that people can bring people back into that journey? Like, you know, if you're finding that people are falling out at certain points of that journey, what are some ways to pull them back in?
2: Yeah, so I guess I'm talking about website, but like you know, people might get in touch with us from different ways. They can get to know us and understand that we are, you know, we are offering our services in different ways. So one of the things that I help clients with is to understand whether they need more automation in sense of uh, in the sense of funnels creating a way for people to be redirected uh, to their services so whether they have a podcast for example we need to make sure that when somebody listens to their post podcast then they get redirected to their email list for example or to their website if people reach them via the website and then as I said well there might be an occasion in which they see a form they don't fill it so are we grabbing their email address so there should be for example a pop-up form where they can leave their email address so everything goes back to adding this person's email to your list basically so that's the very important thing that we want to make sure that happens even if this person isn't ready to work with us if even if you know they get distracted and they are not filling our form we want to make sure that their email address is with us so we can keep reminding them about about us about our services about our great our services yeah.
1: yeah. And so often we think about abandoned cart emails, right? Like right at that point yeah. of the transaction, but to what you're mentioning, you can have those types of reminders all throughout the journey, looking at different data points yes. that you're asking your client to fill in. Yeah. And if they get three filled, but they didn't fill the rest, you can say, Hey, you know, I know where mm-hmm. you are in the journey. Don't you want to continue? Obviously not. Yeah,
2: world. absolutely. I think uh, it's always a good, uh, good idea to keep your, so if I'm thinking about one-to-one services, so this could be like coaching services or even one-to-one done for you type of work, it's always good a good idea to have a very short, brief form as a first touch point. That just ask basic, basic information and a little bit about what they need and then make sure that you have a consent box or something that they can tick so you can already add their email address to your list from that point Because then if they decide to work with you, you can send another questionnaire or another form with a lot of information. Uh, But let's keep it really brief and really uncomplicated for that first touch point. As I said, and I will say again and again, it needs to be easy. It needs to be like something that they do in a minute and it doesn't take too uh, long out of their day. Definitely. So how has
1: having data throughout that journey helped your clients be positioned for success and do
2: better? So it's important to track where these, so if the onboarding process, if the uh, funnel works, obviously, so, and it's important to track at what point it's, there is a problem, there is a hiccup, something stops, if it's the, you know, the something is not working, or it's simply a question of, the target client is not is not the right one. So there's really a lot of elements that uh, comes to take part in, like like a client going from leads from leads to client, and uh, uh, that's how I help clients the most is with having a, like a holistic look at their business. It's not just one funnel. It's not just the onboarding process. It really, I I really am passionate about stepping in my client's shoes and have. And look at everything they are doing in every area of their business because every action that they take could um, contribute to their success. But it's not just one thing that contributes to their success. Sometimes people think, you know, they just need to know what they need to fix, but it's never just one thing. It's a lot of things, and they need to all work together to allow us to um, translate leads into clients. Definitely.
1: And, you know, we're so busy in our businesses, but how would you encourage business owners to have fun in their business again?
2: Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think I met a lot of business owners who definitely don't have fun in their business and they take it so seriously, which, I mean, I'm also like, I'm a mom of two kids. So I understand that people need to make money and they're like, sometimes they're like desperate for things to work and for things to work fast. And that's that's not fun. That's like... Mm-hmm too much pressure and trying to be perfect and we, we've all been through it. So I, I bet you have been through it at the beginning of your career, like at the beginning, especially when we don't really know what we're doing, whether we are spending our energy and our time in the right things. We are, we look everywhere. We Google like the key for business success and the reason. So I think once we realize that really the consistency and the good systems I'm not just saying it because this is what I do for clients but like it's really good to have um, systems have a very good clarity about being intentional about how we spend our time so are we wasting all our time like making sure that the I don't know that our website is nice but if nobody can find a website what is the point Uh, if we spend all our time like sending manual reminders or sending invoices then we're not using that time in finding for finding more clients so it really needs to be a change of mindset and a change of an understanding like how we're spending our time because at the end it's all about how are we spending our time could i spend my time better like getting more visible going on i don't know and to networking events to meet more people rather than staying here and like dealing with admin, dealing with like my onboarding process that doesn't work. So it's really all about that. And definitely I I am guilty. I have been somebody who wasn't having fun in the business. I was like so attached to like we need to, you know, make money fast. And that's not how it works. It works like being like m- making sure that your business is like it's ready for growth basically for scaling. Yeah. you must be you know you are used to work with seven figure business owners so that's all about it like the basis and the foundation of these is having good systems and having you know looking at it in the long term so not thinking just about how to, how we can make money now but like how can we get how can we make our business sustainable and it goes through yeah having like solid systems Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what was coming to my mind too, as you're speaking is sustainability, right? Like we can't, it's a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) We have to be able to sustain it long-term and not burn ourselves out. So yeah, no, I I love everything you said. Yeah. So in your business, you've, you know, had much success and growing through the years, but how do you define success? What does that look like for you?
2: Oh, I love these questions too. Yesterday I had I thought about it. I find myself like um, um, like reflecting about where, like how far I've I've, uh, I've gone. Often because I I used to work for a, a company like a big like worldwide consumer good company, and that's why I moved to the UK actually to the United Kingdom from Italy. And uh, I was stuck there for ten years. And sometimes I forget about it. So now it's been four years that I'm self-employed. I'm really happy. Sometimes it's tough. But sometimes is amazing. So I used to feel like really unhappy and not happy to go to work. I was really struggling with like being away from my family. Uh, my family is back in Italy or I wasn't really getting along with some of the managers. And just, you know, simple things like going for a walk in the middle of the day during the week When nobody's telling you that you can't, having, you know, a lunch break that is like two hours long just because it's a sunny day so I can go for a walk. For me, like really that could feel like and seem simple, but it really always reminds me that how far I've gone and how business can really be, you know, success is really just this, just like freedom for me. There's obviously the money, there's always a lot of other, you know, personal satisfaction, like growing something that you created from yourself. But I really think that the freedom of the little things is the best thing, is the the best feeling. And I keep, I, I try to remind myself every time that I go for a walk, I'm like, I think like I could not do this if I was in a normal nine to five, if I was back into my previous job. Yeah. And I don't know if you agree with me what well, I'm curious to know what is yours uh, what no, is your definition of uh, success
1: I agree 100% it it all comes yeah. down to freedom and flexibility I mean I love yeah. being able to be home with my family and being able to juggle all the things that I need to juggle and really just using my passion and creativity to create new things and create value for my clients so I yeah I agree 100%
2: yeah, and sometimes we forget. We definitely forget because we we're saying like we try to, you know, run this business. We work many more hours than before. So it's not a nine to five, it's like nine two, whenever. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we finish like midnight. Usually I'm I'm also like I'm I'm not a morning person, so I tend to work afternoon and evening so for me it's always like goes it feels like it goes on until like 11 midnight and night but really I don't work morning so it's not at the end of the day it's not a lot of hours at all but yeah we tend to forget because then we're used to the new reality but just really every now and then thinking back to how it used to be and everybody's got the different situations I work with a lot of moms just because I'm a mom myself so I just kind of attract this type of People and we really share this struggle of of our past lives of like being uh, having to juggle all these things and having to be in the office and then back in time for a nursery pickup or school pickup. And just uh, the fact that I don't have to worry about any of that anymore is just a really, really good uh, thing to think about and to remember.
1: Absolutely. And it is important to look back. Like we're so focused on looking ahead that, you know, it's good to look at how far you've come and what you've accomplished and really celebrate that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but looking ahead to the, the rest of the year ahead, what is the most life changing goal for you this year? What do you have, up, you know, up and coming? That's exciting.
2: Yeah, so I am. Uh, I started um, launching some passive products. I have just launched the course, which is an email marketing uh, course for be- for beginners, I would say, or for anyone who wants to really start setting up their funnels. And they don't, they are not maybe in the position of hiring somebody to do it for them, but they're willing to learn. So it's a course. It's amazing. I'm really excited about it. And uh, a lot of people are, are joining. So, and I want to do more. I want to create more passive products because I'm really, I'm really passionate about teaching. It's something I've always enjoyed. And I've been told I'm quite good at explaining complicated stuff in a simple way. So I want to do more and more. I will have a shop on my website with many masterclasses that I've already run. I'm going to put the recording on. So it's all about making my business, yeah, a little bit sustainable, more sustainable. I love to work one-to-one, but I also want to create passive products and courses especially that people can just go and buy when as a starting point if they are not in the position to work with someone one-to-one uh, yeah this is the big goal for the year I've got a big project that is kind of secret uh, but it's <laughs> all about it's basically translates in a course what I do with for my uh, retainer clients online business management clients so it goes through like all the business strategy that I do with clients and I am super excited about it. That's
1: awesome. So for people that want to come check out what you're doing, where can they find you online?
2: So I have my website so that is name.com, and I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn Uh, on instagram my handle is Ilaria sambi on linkedin i can't remember but it should be easy to find like i I don't think there are many people with my name and surname so it should be easy to find but yeah i'm starting uh, using linkedin more and more and i love it and i'm gonna start a youtube channel and blog very soon as well this is actually another another of my goals before the end of the year very exciting
1: that's awesome so, if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you tell them?
2: Oh dear, I would tell them to definitely have more fun in their business, as we were talking about before. If I'm talking, obviously, with our online business owners, and that if they're really, if they're really sure that they want to scale their business, if they don't want to keep it like just. A, something that is like a side hustle but they are really serious about the business setting good systems from the beginning is very important and it doesn't have to break the bank it doesn't have to be something super complicated but um, I definitely think it's something that helps making more money but also really keep yourself like sane without doing thinking that you have to do um, everything yourself and you definitely don't have don't need to have a team. You can set up automations or have systems that work for you behind the scenes. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Well, we will definitely have all the links below for everybody to come check you out. Yes. And I appreciate you being on today. This was a lot of fun to chat with you.
2: Thank you. It was really good fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you found value in this episode, please do share it.
1: That's how people find us. And you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And I look forward to seeing you in the
0: next episode been listening to the seven-figure builder show with julie baronick julie cut her teeth consulting for fortune 500 companies worldwide and now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you she focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting if you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling branding and efficient systems well you found your new home is what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like rate and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at seven figure builder. Find the website at seven figure builder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at seven figure podcast builder.com. See you next time on the seven figure builder show.